Blog Talk Radio. Okay, here we go. It's time for Startup Office Hours. Thanks for joining me. I'm Scott Fox from Startup Council. We're here today to talk about you and your dreams and visions for improving the world. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship, how to raise money for startup companies, how you can go out and find those angel investors that are mysteriously supposedly lurking in the bushes, and how you can raise that money to help you build a company that solves problems and hopefully makes the world a better place and maybe makes you some money in the meantime as well. So if you're reorienting your career or you're a serial entrepreneur or you're uh, an angel investor, a venture capitalist, or maybe a service provider, somebody who likes to help startups, you're all welcome here. That's what the Startup Council is about. We we have a big tent. We're trying to help everybody. It's a rising tide lifts all the boats sort of approach. And I've been doing this for a long time, so I'm happy to see you here today with us. We're going to spend an hour or so um, just trying to help each other, essentially. This is really about building community because there are so many folks who want to participate in the digital revolution, and yet we really find that the information is not equally distributed. There's lots of expertise in the world, but there's not enough sharing of that information, quite honestly. So that's why I've been doing the show. It's why I've been, that's why I wrote these books, for example. These are, uh, those three in the middle are in English. The other are all kinds of foreign translations from around the world. So if you've read one of my books about entrepreneurship, welcome. Um, I'm a serial internet entrepreneur. I've been doing this for about 25 years, actually. And I've raised money and I've lost money and I've made money, uh, both for myself and for other people as an advisor or a, a um, um, an investor, um, and really I'm, I'm a doer. I'm an entrepreneur like you, and that's why I do this, because I think entrepreneurs are the most interesting people in the world. We're literally, actually, I'm literally wearing a T-shirt, I think. Yeah, look at that. See? Entrepreneurs. We're all about this, and we're trying to help each other out, make this world a better place, because entrepreneurs are the ones that get things done, right? Most people sit on their hands and bitch about stuff, and entrepreneurs have ideas and it, some of us may be a little crazy, right? Or we may have too many ideas, right? But once you focus and you bear down and you actually get the work done, it turns out that we're the ones that move society forward. Where would the world be without entrepreneurs, right? Think about it. It's, we, we don't get enough credit, frankly. So, so that's why I do this show uh, and write my books and all the other things that the Startup Council does. Hey, if you haven't already, go to the startupcouncil.org. That's our, um, our primary website these days. I've built many websites over the years, as some of you know. You've been following me for a long time. Uh, but we do all kinds of different stuff. And um, let me see. So let's see. Oh, yeah, startupcouncil.org. Here it is. So uh, startupcouncil.org, we have a whole bunch of things there that can help you. And these are uh, directories of investors, directories where you can post your startup to attract investors. We have a calendar of virtual events only for startup founders from all over the world. So if you don't happen to live in New York City or Palo Alto, uh, you can find resources to help you uh, accelerate your startup and raise money, which I know is on a lot of your minds. Um, and all kinds of other things there that we do. We have meetup groups in 50 cities around the world, about 50,000 members. So if you're not part of one of those, go look and see if your city is, is where we have a meetup. There are both in the United States and all over the world. And if we don't have one for your city, well, then tell me. Maybe we can start one. Or, or if we do have one for your city, then you can post your events there too. We're just trying to help everybody here. So if you're, uh, say, you're in Paris or Berlin or Manila or Sydney or Philadelphia or Vancouver or Los Angeles or Miami, we have meetups in all those cities. So if you're doing startup events in those towns, send them in to us and we'll promote them. We're just trying to help everybody. I was in grad, graduate school at Stanford in the 90s, back when Palo Alto was a sleepy little college town. And wow, 
what happened, right? I think you know what happened. <laughs> the internet came along and blew us all up. So I've been doing this a while, but I've seen that movie where a little town and some regular-ish folks get together and build things, and amazing what can happen, right? So that's what we're trying to do, spin up that flywheel of innovation and investment and deal flow and successful exits that then create more founders and more investors who then have innovative ideas and more investments, and you get the idea, right? It's a cycle. So I saw that happen in the Bay Area. I saw it happen again in Los Angeles, in New York City. I've lived and worked in all those places. And um, these days I'm trying to help it happen in your town. So if that's useful to you, you're in the right place. Okay, so um, you want to know more about me, look at the books, go to Wikipedia. There's a page about me on Wikipedia or scottfox.com, et cetera, et cetera. I do a lot of speaking. If you're looking for a speaker, uh, I really enjoy helping other people. So if that's useful, give me a ring, okay? So let's move on here. Now we've got the backstage is full. Today we're really going to focus on pitches, all right? So a bunch of you sent in investment pitches, and we're going to try to do two-minute pitches and then give feedback. And it's not just me. The point of this program is that we all help each other. And I would like you guys to participate as well. So I'm going to turn on the chat room here in a second. And then everybody, if you're on YouTube or Facebook or LinkedIn um, or uh, Blog Talk Radio, any place that you're listening to this now or later, these are archived, by the way, uh, then uh, please do contribute with your critiques and feedback as well. So a couple quick disclaimers. Um, let me, i got to say these things okay. So this is being recorded, so don't say anything stupid or type anything stupid. Uh, we can, this is not qualified legal or financial advice. Uh, I have backgrounds in both of those fields, but this is just random shit from a guy you met on the internet, okay? So don't take any of this too seriously. Seriously, it's, it, it's for entertainment only, and I'm just trying to help, okay? So your mileage may vary, et cetera. Uh, if you haven't liked and subscribed, of course, please do that. That's what everybody has to do these days. Uh, we're begging for likes and scribes and views and comments and all that stuff. And I know when you are busy, it's hard to think about it, but even the little thumbs ups on LinkedIn or a quick comment, that's what drives those algorithms. So if you're finding what we're doing here valuable, please just talk back. It doesn't even have to be positive, frankly. <laughs> Say something, click something, because that makes a difference to, to the message, right, to getting the message out spread wider. Um, okay, and if you're watching this replay later, especially, uh, and you still have questions, come over to LinkedIn. We have LinkedIn pages, of course, so look for Startup Council, or for me personally, I'm Scott Fox, and I'm easily findable. So come and say hello, and we'll try to keep up with you. Okay, so that's kind of the preamble. Okay, so now today... We're going to do a little something. Oh, you can invite your friends while we're talking here. You can invite your friends. We've got only room for 10 people backstage, and it's full already. I can see people pounding, knocking on the door. Um, but what we're really doing is pitches today, and i got to give priority to the people who emailed in first, right? So there were a bunch of people who followed all the instructions and sent in their pitches. So we're going to give them a chance to pitch first, okay? So that is going to mean I'm going to have to bump some of you out of the backstage. I'm sorry. This is just how it works, right? Um, so I don't know who all is backstage, but I can see – well, I do know, but I'm not sure all of you pitched. So I'm going to have to cross-reference this in a minute and maybe ask you to leave so someone who didn't uh, RSVP can come in, okay? So next time, you people – I know the next question is going to be – as soon as I turn on the chat room, everybody say, how do I get backstage? So here's how you get backstage. You go and you register. This is free, right? You're watching it on YouTube or LinkedIn or uh, Facebook, um, and that's awesome. But if you want to participate and come on camera, 
then you have to RSVP and send in, uh, fill out a quick little form and tell me what you want to talk about so that we can let you backstage, okay? So apologies to those of you who figured that out but didn't send a question because I'm going to have to bump you, okay? And we're going to let in people who did RSVP. And that's going to be a little messy. It's the first time I've really tried doing this in real time, but we'll do our best, okay? Everybody's here for the same reasons. Hopefully we can all get along. So if you get bumped out of the back room, just go over to YouTube, youtube.com slash scottfox. Or go to LinkedIn. We're live on LinkedIn Live, and you can find us there. Uh, or Facebook, um, facebook.com slash quickmillionaire, which is the title of my, uh, that book in the middle there. Um, so this is definitely available. You don't have to be backstage to participate. And if you're backstage, uh, check, if you're backstage um, chatting, that's not going to be shown publicly. So people having trouble in the back hearing me? Is anybody else? I can see uh, uh, Andre. Are you having trouble? Is anybody else backstage? Um, um, you're having trouble? Oh, I gave such a good intro. Come on, let's see here. Hold on, let me, I should have, hold on, let me just check the audio. No, it looks like it's okay. Oh, you know what might help? How about I put the microphone up here? There, is that better? Can you hear me better? Oh, yeah, duh. Okay, that's really high tech. The microphone was down on down there and I'm not standing. Okay, anyway, sorry guys. Well, that was amazing. You missed all the best part, but I'm not going to do it again. We'll just have to roll with it. Um, okay, so now you can hear me. That's way better. All right, always something, right? Okay, so Malini, thank you for volunteering for being bumped. So let me, um, so okay, I'm going to turn on the chat room here and let people invite you all in. And uh, if you want to, um, if you want to participate in the chat room, all you have to do is, um, it's mostly on YouTube and LinkedIn. Uh, I don't think the Facebook chat integration works very well, uh, but those chat uh, uh, messages will start showing up rapidly here. And um, I will respond to those as best I can. But like I said, today is mostly about pitches. And uh, if this doesn't work, then we'll go back to the regular Q&A format next time. But we're going to try to do pitches because that's what people ask me about the most. Okay, uh, Conscient is the first to show up there. I can see the other, the other uh, posts are going to come in after him. So when I was talking earlier, those uh, look like they got skipped. But let's go back and I will just review here. Okay, so... Um, Yes, Ryan, Ryan Boo, yes, I will let you in in a second because you emailed in. Great. Um, Quick Millionaires is the best, says Matteo Piovano. Thank you, Matteo. Where are you from? That sounds like you might be Italian. I don't know. But yes, you uh, in, uh, read one of my books. Awesome. Zach, hey, Zach. Nice to meet you. Or see you. I know you. AI Transportation. Uh, I mean, it's full. A number of spots are open. You have to wait until someone leaves, then you can join. Exactly. Roman Racing. Thank you. That's right. Hi, LinkedIn user. Um, but da 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 do I have calls with people to listen to their ideas? I do. Um, this, is, this show is usually to do that, um, but today we're just doing pitches. If you want to do a private call with me, we can do that. The only way I can do that, though, is I have to charge for my time because otherwise I get overwhelmed. Let me put that, um, let me find the page there, give you that link while we're talking. Not that one, not that one. There, here we go. Here's a page. This has got all different ways. If you want to work with me directly, I do private coaching calls. We can review your deck and do a video for you. Lots of different stuff. Happy to, happy to help. There's only so many hours in my day, though, so those aren't free like this. <laughs> um, okay, let me get back to the chat room. Um, answering the questions. Okay, yes. Um, okay, Ian, yes, if, you, if we have time later, we can do a question from you. And Mel Shark, tell me where you're from, guys. That's very interesting. Dallas, Texas there, Karen says. Coffee with Karen. Hello, Andre. Nice to see you. Looking for you. He's looking. Oh, he put his LinkedIn uh, in there. That's a good idea. You can definitely do that. I think I have mine here. That's not it. Hold on. I'll post my LinkedIn there too. 
and I'm happy to say hello. It helps definitely. I get tons of LinkedIn, so if I don't get back to you immediately, don't take it personally. Uh, and it helps if you say hi and tell me why you're connecting because I get a lot of spammers. Um, Siva Kumar from Dallas. Taylor just raised a million dollars in the chat. Wow, okay, I guess we're done for today. Good job, Taylor. Uh, Andre is in Miami. Um, Aloha from Hawaii, Brad. Yes, okay, there's my uh, Lester. Hi, Lester, nice to see you. Martin from Maui. Okay, Taylor from LA. Marina, Femispace. I think you've been here before, right, Marina? Nice to see you again. And um, some of the chats, my messages aren't going through. Okay, so if you're not seeing that, um, my messages, it's uh, linkedin.com slash um, Scott Fox author. Author. There's some other Scott Fox out there that took my handle, um, but Scott Fox author. All right, so let's get to what we can here. Let's go do a little admin on the back end, and let's see. Okay, so, um, okay, if you want to come on, you got to turn on your camera as well. So, there's Ryan got in, uh, Ian, Ryan. Oh, let's, put, let's bring you guys on. Let's see here. I don't know if we can all fit with the chat. Hold on. I'm going to turn the chat off again for a second. Okay, and let's see. Let's say hello to our friends. I'm going to have you guys come on. And there's Ryan and Ryan and Laszlo. And let's see. Uh, Laszlo, you've got two cameras. Can you leave one of those, it looks like, please? Because we've got room for other people. Ashley and VJ and Andre. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, and let's see. Let's put me over there. Okay, so there's only four of you. Where'd Ryan go? Oh, there's only, hold on, we can get some more people in here. There we go. All right. All right, let's start here. Let's see who's got what's going on. And um, you need to unmute. And I'm just going to go to each of you real quick, and let's just hear uh, if, what you want to pitch, which pitch is yours, and if you are SVP'd. And otherwise, we're going to have to ask you to leave. So first of all, can we take, um, hold on. This, I get the right, not that one. This one. Okay, cool. Okay, can everybody smile for a second to say hi? Hi. Excellent, because we need those, you know, you need those shots for social media, right? So that's what makes this real. doesn't really happen unless we can post about it. So thank you all for being here. Um, let's see. This is a nice-looking group. Let's see. Let's do this one, too. Look at this. High tech. One more time. Yay! Hello. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay. Enough of that BS. Okay. So let's start here at the top. Looks like Ryan. So Ryan Bua. We've got two Ryans. Now, Ryan, you emailed in, right? Hello? Ryan? No, I can't hear you. Can you guys hear him? You can. Oh, man, what's going on today? Okay. All right, there we go. I'll bet that'll do it. All right. Yes. Okay, Ryan. There's some music. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's see here. Okay. That sounds better. Okay, Ryan, go ahead. So you have a startup, yes? Yes. Okay. Okay, and you're in San Diego. Okay, so you're good to go. Coach IQ. Okay, so you are on the list. Okay, thank you. Just hang on. We'll get back to you. Okay, um, up next, I've got Ian. Ian, did you have a pitch as well? Uh, it's more like a question. Hey. Okay, we're just doing pitches today, but let's see. Okay. Um, I see your question. If we get to that, we will try to do that. I know it's late for you, so thanks for sticking around. But um, next time, or you, like I said, you can find me in other places too. We'll get back to you if we can. Okay, Ryan, let's see, Laszlo. Laszlo here? Laszlo. Yes, hey, Laszlo. What's your, you've got a pitch as well, right? Uh, yes, I have, I have a pitch. Okay, cool. So you are on the list. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, you're good. We'll get back, we'll get back to you. Thank you for being here. 
All right. And then, sorry, guys, we got to, this is a little complicated. So I'm missing, um, let's see, who's this? Ryan McCauley. Did you send in a pitch, Brian? Yeah, I sent it about 30 minutes ago. Oh, dude, come on. Give me a break. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I do have it. Okay, cool. All right, we'll get to you as well. Yeah, it helps a lot if you send them in the day before for obvious reasons. Okay, next. Hang on. We'll get back to you, Ryan. Okay, and then uh, let's see what else we got here. Let's try that. There we go. Okay. And then who who do we have here? This is um, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Nice to meet you. Did you send in a pitch? Long recruiter, yeah. Okay. Oops. I don't have that one. What's it about? What's it called? It's called Long Recruiter. It's a platform. It's a platform. Okay. When did you send it? When did you send it? Earlier today. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll try to get to you. You probably have to be last. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Are you in this time zone at least, so we won't keep you up all night? I think I am. In California. Southern California. No, I'm not. Where are you? Okay. Okay. Great. Hang in there. And uh, VJ and Andre. So VJ, you sent. Oh, um, I have bold mantra. Okay, bold mantra, got you. Okay, yes, okay, nice to meet you. Okay, and Andre, hey Andre, did you send in a picture? I don't see that, Andre. Oh, yesterday, yesterday. Yesterday, okay, well, I know you, so I know you'll have a good pitch. All right, so we'll put you in line too. Okay, cool. All right, thank you for all the admin time, guys. So, um, all right, so. That's ex that's part of why this happens is because then all these people send in and then they don't show up or or they're probably here actually let me remind that so if you are one of these people Teresa Alireza um, Ned or Malini you can get in here go to founderofficehours.com founderofficehours.com and get backstage and that will allow you to join us and we can get to your pitch in a few minutes okay so that's plan. Um, there, I'll put that on the screen. So that's for those of you, not for everybody, please allow the spots for pitching. And if this doesn't work, we'll do it differently next time, okay? But I think we've got enough pitches here to make this interesting. And hopefully this will be helpful for the rest of you too. The idea, of course, is that you get better, uh, you know, it's role modeling, right? And this is not an easy thing to do, um, to pitch uh, in front of a live audience, especially with people you don't know, um, is not a comfortable thing. But like most things, the more you do it, the better you get at it. So just trying to make this easy and fun for as many people as possible. So, okay. So let's go. I guess we might as well get started. Andre's done this before. So VJ, you're probably ready, but I'm gonna, I'll pick on Andre because I know he's done it before and he'll give the role model for the rest of you, okay? And the rest of you guys backstage, uh, hang in there and uh, we'll do this here with our friend Andre. And um, let's see, somebody else just joined backstage. What was that? Somebody, Safat. Hey Safat, uh, nice to meet you. I don't think you submitted a pitch though, so I'm going to need you to ask you to go out to YouTube or LinkedIn. You're in the wrong place. Okay, go to youtube.com slash Scott Fox or uh, LinkedIn Live. The backstage today we're only doing pictures, okay? I'm sorry about that. So I'm going to, sorry, hopefully you understood that. Um, and happy to help you, but um, we need that space back there. Okay, 
All right, so here's how we do the pitches, guys. So let me turn the chat room back on because this is kind of the fun part in many ways. We have you guys. Uh, I don't have all the answers. Um, I'm a good talker, as you can see. Um, but my, uh, my expertise is not infinite, right, as my wife will tell you for sure. And the idea is really to um, crowdsource some expertise that will help all of our pitchers do their pitches better. And this is an artificial environment. Full disclosure, this is a two-minute pitch. There's no such thing as a two-minute pitch in the real world, right? It's, the real world is casual conversations or maybe a formal pitch that might be 8, 10, or even 20 minutes, right? So two minutes is artificial. I totally admit that, but it's the best way to get the vibe going and get people comfortable, and then we can give feedback. And for those of you in the audience, what we'd really like your help for, and Andre will agree with this, I think, is what could he do better? That's why we're here, right? What can they do better? And it isn't so much um, questioning the business because that's a longer discussion. It's hard to really get into the strategy. You know, we're just kind of going to presume that our pitchers, they've got a really good idea and they're going to make it happen. What we want to ask them is, or tell them, share our feedback is, what did they miss? Right? We didn't hear enough about this, or you talk too fast, or like more like, almost like style, as much as content, because the business itself is a longer discussion. And they're not going to get into a situation where they're doing a full pitch unless there's some merit there, right? That will be, they'll be screened somehow. So this is the get acquainted, make a first impression pitch, right? This is how you go from the uh, meet, meet the person at the bar and then get to the first date. This is that little, you know, kind of more casual, quick introduction. So, all right, so hopefully that makes sense. And um, everybody, a quick sound check. Is anybody on LinkedIn or YouTube uh, or Facebook? Can you just say, type in the chat? Because I, I, sorry, I messed up, as I often do, I messed up the sound at the beginning there. So hopefully everybody's with us, okay? All right. So um, just go ahead and say hello there. Uh, on the screen now, we've only got one message from Ankit, who goes by chicken stock, apparently. <laughs> so we're going to add some more chat there. There we go. Okay. Gayatri, thank you on YouTube. And Stephen, that's nice. Stephen, where are you? Are you on YouTube as well? Hello, YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Okay, YouTube looks like it's working. Anybody on LinkedIn? Hey, Josh, nice to see you. Okay, cool, we're working. All right. Sorry, um, Andre, that was a long uh, preamble. You ready? You've done this before. Um, you forget to say no pressure. Yeah, no pressure, right. That's right, no pressure. Okay, no, no pressure. Are you going to put me like full screen or something like that? Uh, yeah, no, just go ahead like that. That's the best way to fit because I want to allow the okay. chat. Oh, okay, cool. That was waiting for that one. Hi, I'm Andre from Craftus, and I have a technology that can increase revenue of bars and restaurants by 30% or more. And um, remember how you come to a restaurant and you, you look at the menu, right? And you, you read something like chicken gumboil, and you're trying to imagine what it is, what, what does it look like, what does it taste like? And um, that's why restaurants actually started adding pictures um, to the menus uh, because according to one research, 82% of people are buying only based on the picture of the food. And um, we eat with our eyes, basically. And uh, now imagine that instead of this uh, tiny, grainy, low-quality picture, uh, you can get something like this, uh, which is a three-dimensional, high-quality representation of what you're going to eat. And you can look from every possible angle, and uh, you can almost taste it in your mouth, uh, how it's going to taste uh, this, uh, whatever you're going to order. And the best part is that this technology costs only pennies. It doesn't require any expensive equipment like VR headsets or special projectors. You don't even need to print your menu in color. Uh, so it's even cheaper than regular menu, and it works online and offline. 
And Azure demonstrated this technology to 25 uh, totally random people from different socioeconomic groups. And 100% of them said, wow. And they also said, yes, I want it. And I need it right now. Um, and I did a demo to a restaurant owner. And uh, I immediately got our first pilot. They wanted to use this technology with the people. So I'm looking to raise $300,000 from um, an angel investor who is willing to actually participate in this business, uh, who has connections in the restaurant and bar business. Uh, to begin our domination in this $2.5 trillion global food services market. Thank you very much. Wow, I thought that was very good. Very good. Um, I, of course, have comments. That's my job. But uh, So everybody, now here's your chance to pile in, pile on, <laughs> and pick on Andre uh, in a nice way. Right? What could he do differently or better? So um, that's what we're trying to do here is fill in the gaps and help him expand on that. So that was nicely done. It was on time. Um, obviously, you've practiced that. Um, my feedback would be it was nice that you weren't reading because a lot of people just read. I get to sense some of you who emailed in, you emailed me your whole pitch like you're expecting that you're just going to read this to us. That's not going to work. Nobody's going to stand still for that. Uh, and you didn't. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I really like the concept. I, I, you've been here a bunch of times, but I'm not sure I knew what you were actually working on. That's very interesting. I guess my, my big complaint would be your video quality is terrible. I could hardly see whatever it was you were demonstrating. So you waved something around and it looked cool, but can other people see? Yeah, I just, at least, maybe it's me, but uh, other um, people in the chat room. That's why I was asking if you're going to put your full screen, actually. No, that, that won't help because you're, you're pixelated like crazy. It's, it's, not a, it's not a size question. It's a pixelation question. Like, so I don't know if other people are having trouble like I am, but um, you've got to you know, triple down on your bandwidth if you're going to be doing video demos. Um, I also saw a study, and this is for everybody, and I, I broke the rule right at the beginning of the show. The better your sound is, the smarter people think you are. <laughs> and your sound was fine, but I'm thinking on myself here because um, I hadn't brought the microphone up where you could hear me. So sound and video, especially if you're going to do video pitches, that's the whole game. So, yeah, pixelated here too. You should give free food samples in the chat. Uh, looks, looks, looks okay. It's okay, so some people think it's good. Um, yeah, anyway, so that's something to check on. Um, okay, more substantively, so I would say you, you had some statistics, 82% of people think this is a good idea. That helps, you know, investors eat numbers, right? So the more numbers you throw in, the sooner the better. This is, and you were doing fine on this. Um, eating with your eyes, I thought that was a catchy, right? It makes sense. Um, you had a clear ask at the end, 300K from angel investors. Uh, and the main thing, this is fabulous, you've done this maybe better than anybody that I've had on the show as long as I can remember, is he demonstrated traction without actually having any revenue. So I think maybe he's been listening to me. Because <laughs> he said he went out and he actually talked to 25 customers and got really good response. So that's not the same as, you know, you got 25 million in revenue, obviously. But for a no, uh, an unfunded early stage startup, that's what you have to do. The fact that you believe in this and your mom believes in it and gave you 50 grand doesn't convince an investor. You have to go out and talk to customers and demonstrate something like traction. So on this show a lot, we talk about what is traction. Well, traction usually means uh, money. It means sales, revenue, right? But in this case, he's got kind of pseudo-traction, uh, proto-traction, beta-traction, because he actually engaged with customers and got reactions. And there's lots of ways you can do this. You can watch old episodes of this Office Hours and see many other ways that we've talked about doing this. But that was fantastic, Andre. So um, if you improve the bandwidth, so that we can really see what you're talking about. I think everybody can relate to restaurant, you know, pictures and stuff. That, that sounds really interesting and positive. So I, I thought that was great. So seriously, nice job. 
So let's see what um, let's see what people in the chat say. Anything? Um, let's see where where's my chat? Okay. So what? Anybody? Uh, let's see. Da 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 da. Okay. Hello. Da da da. Da da da. Right. Right. Hello. 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 Okay. Um, doop, 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 doop. Sorry. Is everybody saying hello? Thank you. Uh, okay. Stephen says my question is where the 30% increased revenue comes from exactly. I'm not sure if that needs to be explained, but that's what I was thinking about. That's a great point. If you replay the uh, video on YouTube, you, you'll be able to watch the uh, chat go by because it was you were talking and I was listening, right? So we, neither of us was watching very well, and this is true for everybody. Go back and watch the replay, and you'll get the get the detail from the chat better. Yeah, um, yeah. The video quality, people, a lot of recommendations on the video quality. Um, go maybe talk a little slower. Sure. Um, yeah, look, looks poor on LinkedIn. Uh, very pixelated. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I, get, I gather it might be augmented reality, and maybe I missed it, but I didn't hear you talk about that much. So that's a thing, right? That's a buzzword you should use. I think that's a good idea. Explained your idea so well. Uh, what would the 300K be for? Talk about the consumer experience more directly. Yeah, and then I have QR codes. That was interesting. Um, so you have to differentiate from QR codes. Um, and then, yeah, I think the other thing I, was the what they call unit economics. And this goes back to it's kind of in between the 25 customers and then the 300K, like on a per unit basis, you know, per customer, like what's, and maybe you don't know yet, but even some reference to actually how the business model works would be great. Like we expect we're going to change, you know, we're going to charge whatever $1,000 a month for a typical restaurant typical restaurant owner owns three restaurants, you know, and then this means, and we have a profit margin of this, so we're hoping something, you know, just some, you know, and it can be totally made up, but at least gives a sense that you've thought about this, and also to investors, it gives some reassurance that you've thought about this, right? This isn't just an idea, right? How this actually produces cash is the point of the pitch, right? Um, so you didn't quite do much of that, but as a two-minute, it was a really good teaser, and it made me want to ask those questions. So in some ways, that can almost be strategic, right? If you can be vague on certain things when you've only got a couple minutes. So um, excellent. Yeah, um, actually, I have a one-hour presentation and full deck with answering all these questions, but like you said, it's two minutes, and uh, the main point is to raise the interest. That's right. That's right. And I, you're, it's really going to be rare you're ever going to get a one-hour presentation. I've never met an investor that will sit still for an hour. But, but, you know, if they're really going to do due diligence with you, they'll probably talk to it personally. Oh, I see. And you're in a hotel. That makes sense. Yeah, that's hard to rely on the bandwidth. Okay. So, um, yeah, great. So you might want to go out. Um, I'm looking in the backstage chat. You might want to go out and engage in the front of house chat as well. So you could leave here and go over to YouTube and chat with some of the folks. And I'm sure Andre would be happy to uh, connect with anybody that looks like they'd be interested in investing or helping him. They might have some expertise or some connections, maybe some restaurant owners in the, in the audience. And uh, nice, nice work. Nice, really nice work. Great to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So you set the bar pretty high there. So, but I'm going to turn you off here. Okay. So go over to YouTube or LinkedIn and happy to reconnect there. See you next time. All right, so that was impressive, so don't be intimidated. Um, this is all friendly and, and helpful, or hopefully helpful. And let's bring up our next, our next contestant. I think that uh, VJ was uh, the one I is next in my line anyway. So hold on, Andre, I'm going to remove you, okay? Sorry. All right, there goes him. And here comes our friend VJ. Hey, VJ. So you're from Milpitas. That's, well, that's East Bay, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Nice to meet you. All right, so Vijay is going to talk about bold mantra, and she's got about two minutes. And uh, any questions? Are you ready? Just go ahead, and we'll we'll fill it in. 
ready to go. Hi everyone, this is Vijay, the founder and CEO of Bulmantra. So Bulmantra.ai is a customized solution for mothers who are in pre and postpartum phase with fitness, mental health, and uh, finance solutions. It is customized for mothers, and uh, because why? Is, uh, what is the reason for uh, starting Bulmantra? Is because I'm a mother. And uh, I face challenges while losing weight or in terms of finance and mental health. It is a life-changing experience for mothers, or including all. Uh, but in terms of mothers, there's a lot of support needed. I have lost around 40 pounds. I have serious conditions called diabetes rectal. And also, I have started my own company and doing all freelance projects. And also, I train myself in pre and postpartum, like how to come out of the uh, mental health uh, things that actually happen for mothers. So I did all, those, all of these things and I started asking my friends and all fellow mothers asked me how did you do it and can you provide the solution? That is the reason why I started goldmanser.ai. And it is also have like a cutting edge technology like I have a integrated AI driven algorithms to customize the solutions like diet plans and workouts. And these are all live sessions that anybody can uh, attend this globally from anywhere, that is the point. So uh, mothers usually know they are the primary caretaker of babies and uh, so I, I wanted to help in this way. And uh, as I mentioned, the market size every single year that are 144 million retail uh, first and uh, the market size is really, really huge and I'm currently focused on uh, US and Canada and slowly expanding to other markets as well. And in terms of traction, I have spoken uh, till now more than 100 mothers and I have 15 beta users and three paid customers so far. And this is a subscription-based business model starting from $10. I have spent uh, roughly around more than $10,000 to attain this physique and mental health and everything. And I got to a point that not everybody can afford it. So that's why I started at a very cheap uh, subscription-based uh, business model. And uh, in terms of conclusion, so uh, Bolmanza is looking for a seed stage, stage investment of around $1 million to uh, integrate new software and also expand both domestic and uh, globally in the international market. Thank you so much. Wow, Vijay. Very nice. Very. Oh, good job. So how many times have you pitched before? Multiple times. I have been a founder with another startup and... Uh, I think 50 times, maybe. 50, okay, there you go. I can tell. Yeah, so everybody else, that's how it's done, right? you got to practice. It's not, you know, doing it in your head is not the same thing as doing it in front of real people, even if we're virtual people. <laughs> so, yeah, really nice job. Okay, so everybody in the chat room, go ahead and chime in. You know, what did you think? What, what did she miss? What could she have done more of, less of, that kind of thing? That's really the idea uh, is to help it be um, comfortable and uh, constructive feedback, of course. Um, my comments would be, I thought it was very good. I, I have very little to pick on. Um, I guess the, the main one would be I didn't get a clear understanding of what is it. You kind of skipped over, like you're so close to it, but is it a, an app? Is, I, I honestly, you don't need to answer. We don't have time. But, like, you should be, be clear. It's an app. Is it online? I wasn't even sure it was software until about halfway through the pitch. I think it's software. I'm still not sure because the way you've talked about it, it could be in-person coaching, right? Or you could be, like, at a yoga studio having classes, right? And I don't think that's what you're doing, right? It's more software-based. Software. Yeah, it's online, right? So you got to say that because I didn't know. And it wasn't until you got, like, halfway through – um, also that you talked about so your business model, right? So I wasn't sure 
like it was you were clear about the target market that was good and you had some numbers um i always have a question about that kind of target market just to give you the kind of pushback you'll get from investors if you haven't already is that um it, it you want to be clear about is it uh, is it pregnant mothers postpartum and how long into their life cycle because the question is how long are they a customer right so if it's only when they're pregnant then obviously nine months and you're done, right? If it's longer, then it's longer, right? Or so, so anyway, so there, because I've been involved in businesses like, a, say, like a wedding registry, right? People come in and they get involved in a wedding registry really intensely, but only for about 90 days and then they're gone, right? So you want to think about the lifespan of that customer and, and you may have, sorry, I'm just kind of off the top of my head here. Um, and it took you a while to get into the business model. So as an investor, I want to hear sooner, and this is me, so I, and I hear a lot of pitches, right? So if you're talking to your your uncle who's got some money, then he probably wants to hear the story more. But for me, I want to hear the numbers sooner. So the $10 a month, um, it finally came out that it's a subscription. That was way, it was like three quarters in before I knew that it was a subscription. And then it was $10. But you didn't say $10 a month, $10 a day, $10 a year. Like, you got to be specific, right? And then I would like to hear more about the business model. Same thing with Andre. Like, how often do they pay? How much do they pay? What kind of margin do you expect? You know, again, that's unit economic. Like, how does the end, the money engine work? You know, the spreadsheet. What are the, you know, whatever, the six factors. This is the income. And then these, these are the costs. And then we end up with this much, right? That, that kind of stuff would be useful. Again, you might be saving that for the second conversation. But that's, a, well, that's, a, that's what I'm going to ask you right, as soon as I, you know, talk to you. Um, Another amazing traction example, she's talked to 100 mothers. She beat you at her by four times, right? You only talked to 25. Good job, <laughs> if I understood that correctly anyway. So 100 people, that's, that's fantastic. And you've got three paid users. So you have demonstrated that's actual traction, and that's fabulous. So um, I would caution you that a million dollars, at least in, outside of the Bay Area, is a very hard number to raise because it's too big for angels and it's too small for a venture capital firm. So you might want to think more about two or three or 400 because then angels can do that and then a smaller raise at a smaller valuation and then you can raise a million and a half or three at a bigger valuation that kind of thing because a million's right in the no man's land you know um unless you've got rich family of course <laughs> and that can work for anything um okay so is that helpful yes for sure thank okay. you so much for your insights and we'll look into the comments as well okay That's excellent great. all right great well let's look at the comments together real quick in case there's anything that we can um we can solve uh, any quick questions while you've got the airtime. Oh, and if you have a um, the URL or something, go ahead and tell people where to find you. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. Sure. Go ahead and talk. www.bolmantra.ai, B-O-L-D-M-N-C-R-A. So I can paste it in the chat as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm looking at the chat. It's a smart mom, somebody said. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's a uh, website uh, that currently I am having. I just saw a question, and I'm actually developing the app. It's the development of app in progress. Currently, it's happening through via website and uh, yeah, Zoom meetings and Google sessions. Excellent. Oh, and you mentioned AI as well. I didn't quite. I was trying to do two things at once, so I didn't quite catch it. But whenever you say AI, you need to explain it a little more because investors these days are very suspicious of it. Everybody claims to have AI, right? And as and you probably know, there's there's lots of degrees of AI, right? Are you a, you know, a fundamental model or are you an app on top of something or are you machine learning that, you know, is not really AI but kind of pattern recognition, you know? So there's, there's degrees of that. So it's a good thing to say, but it, I would add another sentence. You know, what I mean by AI is da 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 just so we can tell if it's, it's for real or not, right? And again, that would, that would lead to a longer discussion. But, okay, 
All right, nice to meet you. Hope to see you again. That was Vijay from Milpitas. All right, Milpitas is a place in, in uh, Northern California for those of you who've never heard of Milpitas. Okay, so that was good. This is going pretty well. I hope the rest of you are enjoying this. Um, this is the first time we've done focusing on pitches. We usually do pitches last, and then we always run out of time. So, um, okay, I think up is uh, Ryan um, McCauley. Looks like he's next on my. Here we go. Hey, Ryan. So where Hello. where are you today? Uh, I'm in Big Bear right now, but okay. I go to school up in Santa Clara. Okay, nice. Big Bear, California, that is, for the rest yeah. of you. We've got people here from all over the world. So is there snow today? Uh, it's a pretty sunny day today. Okay, all right. Sounds like fun. It's a ski resort, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> okay, so Ryan is going to talk about biome, it looks like. So you've got the vibe. Any questions, or you just want to hit it? Let's go right into it. Okay, here we go. Here comes Ryan. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Ryan McCauley. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Biome. Uh, I think a common issue that everyone runs into is, uh, and if you're a parent, uh, even more of an issue is, uh, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? Um, you know, if you're coming home from a long day of work, the hassle that surrounds this question can uh, force you to opt into getting takeout or eating out. And that will cause you to spend more money. Um, and I think with Biome, we have a solution to that problem. So Biome is a food content video sharing platform uh, in which users are presented with a curated feed of short form food content that they can interact with in a number of different ways. Uh, they can share it to their friends and family. They can uh, save a recipe to different folders in their cookbook. And they can also buy all the necessary ingredients uh, in a smart checkout feature. Um, something that I think is really interesting about this uh, concept is, you know, we live in this day and age where advertising is constantly thrusted into your face. And because of that, people's detectors for these ads are on high alert constantly. Um, but the thing about food content is it's already a very popular subgenre of short form content. And because we have that grocery integration, uh, every single video is an advertisement in disguise because it can generate a sale. Um, so I think with Biome, there's a, a very interesting uh, proposition. You know, the, the online grocery market currently is evaluated at 700 trillion or 700 billion, and by the year 200. Uh, 2028, it's going to be at 1.2 trillion. So um, I think being able to find our place in that market will be really big. And um, with Biome, we can help people create happier and healthier lives. Thank you. Okay, nice job. So that's uh, um, food content sharing. That's definitely a big category. I think you're onto something there. Uh, again, if folks, if you have comments or suggestions for Ryan, please post them in the chat on uh, YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook. And I'm sure he'll go back and look at the video and see what uh, clever ideas you guys had. Because again, I don't have all the ideas. This is, I'm just the facilitator, as it were. Uh, okay, so my feedback, let's see. My feedback would be, uh, sounds very interesting. There's definitely a market there. I think there's a lot of people doing similar things, and I may be wrong, but I, I can think of a couple people I even know, much less out in the world, right? And I haven't even looked. So I would be real careful just as your friend, like make sure that somebody isn't already doing this or something really close, right? 
Uh, and if they are, maybe you could partner with them or, or something like that. Um, what I didn't catch some, is why you? Why now? Like, uh, we probably don't have time to get into it, but, you know, are you a chef? Are you a photographer? Like, what's your angle on it? You're just a really hungry person? You know, like, wh why are you doing, why are you the guy to do food content and why now? That, that's, that's a, a start to it because um, it's one of those things like everybody's into food, but, you know, you must be an expert of some sort to have this as a passion because what entrepreneurs want, or sorry, what investors want to see is that you have a passion for this, that you're going to, you know, take this ball and run down the field and make a touchdown with it. So, you know, what drives you to be solving this problem? And you had some numbers about the size of the market. So the next thing I would do is um, focus more on the business. So it sounds like you're pretty early stage and this is totally cool. I get it. Um, and it, but it's typical at this stage to do what you did, which is talk, 90% or 95% about the product and about 5% about the business. And investors are kind of the other way around, right? We want to know how it makes money. If you have a good idea and it's making money, we don't care what the idea is. We just want to make money, right? So, so you got to kind of, you know, your emphasis, like change your emphasis a little uh, and add more. And you're probably not there yet, so that's fine, right? But this is, you don't do this kind of thing like uh, you or, or v, like VJ is a mom. She's solving a problem because she's a mom. You're solving this for a reason, so you're close to it. That's what you're passionate about. But the investors need a little more, like how many people, how much, how often, how big is the market, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you, the only thing I heard about the money, and again, I'm doing a couple things at once, so I apologize if I missed it. You can check me on the replay. I heard something about a smart checkout feature. And to me, checkout means money, and it was smart, which means that it, there's something else going on, software, AI, something like that, to me, is the piece I suddenly went ding, because like another photo sharing app, it's going to be really hard to compete against Instagram and all the other, you know, photo people in the world that do this for years, right? So what's unique about you, especially if it relates to money, is what I'm driving at. So if you can, you know, just practice a bit more, but you're, you're, in a, you're on the right track, right? You've got the right idea. It's not easy to do, so good job, <laughs> and uh, I just keep at it, right? And the, and the Anything, if when you watch, you're, you'll, you know, I do this too. You watch the video later, like, oh, man, I, I said um a lot, and, you know, but that comes with practice, and you just got to practice. And like you heard uh, Vijay say, she did it 50 times or 100 times, right? I mean, it's it's hard. Um, so good job. All right, so who, was that helpful? I mean, is, Yeah, thank so, you so much. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. actually my first time pitching in front of, like, a live audience. Excellent. Well, for your first time. Yeah, yeah, well, it was great for the first time. This, this, this shit ain't easy. <laughs> All right, so what, what does the chat room say? Anybody uh, screaming screaming mad or screaming excited? Uh, how does it compare with food subscription plans? How would a customer pay? Yeah, so these are kind of, those are sort of money questions again. It doesn't surprise me. Um, let's see, there's some software developers offering to help. Um, yeah, get more meetings, get more feedback. Yeah, that's a nice comment. Uh, smile more, that's a good one. Yes, that always helps. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, well, good. So good good job for the first time. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you showing up. I'd be happy to do it with you again. And we have a lot of people come and do this repeatedly, and it turns out practice does help. <laughs> so, all, right, all right, thank you. Yeah. Thank you to you, Scott, and thank you to everyone in the chat for the feedback. Thank you. Cool. Nice to meet you. All right, so here we go. We're making progress here. So up next, I think, was uh, who we got backstage. So Ian had a question, so we can do that later. Laszlo and Ashley. Uh, Ryan, we did Ryan Bua. We'll do Ryan Bua next. Let's see. Ali, Ali Reza, did you send in? You were one of the guys, I think, that sent in a question, didn't you? Lost track of mine. Yeah. Ali, raise your hand. Is that you? Ali Balucci? B B Balucci? Is that you? Okay. Okay, so we'll bring you on too. 
Um, you'll be in, in the line here. Thank you. So Ryan, we handled. Okay, so let's do Laszlo and then Ryan Bua. So Laszlo, you ready, Laszlo? Here comes Mr. Laszlo. Hi, Laszlo. Nice to see you again. Hello. Um, can you hear me good? Yeah, well, it's kind of scratchy. Maybe you need to sit still. Can you hear me? Yeah, so-so. Uh, you can hear me? Yes. Okay, so you want me to start? Yes, go ahead. Okay, <clears throat> hello everyone. My name is Laszlo. I am the founder and visionary behind DAP, 3D, 3D Princess Entertainment. We make the sound. Um, I've been at this startup game a long time. Uh, throughout, um, throughout the years, I've learned a lot about myself, but more importantly, uh, everyone's learned a lot about me. Uh, the purpose of our startup is to revitalize the 3D printing industry. Um, I will lead the charge, and with me, I'll bring excitement, uh, a little bit of controversy, um, some foresight and fun. Okay, um, the purpose of our startup is to create something new, 3D printed entertainment. Um, one of the biggest forms, uh, we're going to create 3D printed entertainment. Uh, one of the biggest forms of entertainment today are video games. Uh, those are big, uh, that's bigger than sports and health and movies combined. And the most popular type of video games are shooting games with guns. So we're, so what we're going to do is we're going to make a bunch of things for people to shoot at. Um, um, uh, we're going to bring video games to life and we're going to compete with the video gaming industry uh, directly. Um, that's how we're going to create the beginning of 3D printed entertainment. Okay, uh, investment-wise, uh, we're looking for $10 million so that we could revitalize the 3D printing industry. Um, we have a $1 billion obtainable market within the video gaming industry that's worth over $200. Uh, Exit-wise, um, our exit strategy is, is IPO with a, a large share going towards the veterans in healthcare. Um, see, because uh, we're a sound company. Uh, within time, uh, the, the healthcare industry is going to want a large share of what we're doing to, to help the blind community. But that's, um, that's part of our exit strategy. Uh, I'll tell you more about that, but this is just a quick overview. My name is Laszlo. The name of the company is DAP, 3D Printed Entertainment. Uh, we make the sound. So that's it. Okay. Thanks, Laszlo. Nice to see you. That was, um, was you were under time, too. Good job. Um, Okay, so I'm a little confused. I, I, you're a sound company, but you're doing 3D objects, and you want $10 million. I, things to shoot at. Do you, do, sorry, you don't, you don't, we don't have time for you to explain it all? Yeah. You've you got to connect the dots a little better. I'm not sure how audio turns into objects that turn into things for people to shoot at that, that, that are going to take you public. So, um, yeah, I, I'm confused is a short short version. Um, I'll tell you, $10 million is not a number anybody's going to invest if you don't already have some kind of business running. That's too much to ask for from the start. I think I would dial back your, your grand plans. I'm going to mute you. There's a lot of um, background. Uh, uh, there. Does that help? Maybe. Yeah, okay. Um, $10 million is too much to ask for off the bat. Um, because that would be like a Series B sort of round, and nobody, unless you're doing like, a, you know, a nuclear power plants or, or maybe biotech or something big, um, 
you want to raise like three or five hundred grand from friends and family and angels and then show that you're doing something and then raise two or three million and then show that you're doing some more and then raise 10 or 20 million, right? That's generally the way it's done. I may not be getting the vision here because it sounds like you have a really big vision, um, but that's the way it's typically done. So unless you know somebody that writes $10 million checks, I think I would dial it back and try to do baby steps um, and, and to, to pull together um, a business that is, uh, maybe not yet self-sustaining, but at least is generating revenue that shows investors that they want to put more money in. Um, investors really are not looking to uh, spend money to create things. We're looking to spend money to grow things that are already working. So you need to kind of, you know, plant some seeds and get the first initial little shoots of the plant, and then we'll come in and water it. There's a whole bunch of metaphors <laughs> at the same time. Um, so I, I think you're being a little ambitious, um, but again, I may not have the whole thing. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I would say. Let's uh, hope that's helpful. Let's see, let's see what the chat room says. Anybody else? Uh, um, Ian has a suggestion for a microphone. There you go. Um, USB mini. Um, yeah, and a better, yeah, the video and audio quality was, yeah, weak. That's right. Um, so yeah, I think you need better video and audio these days. That's a, that's a given. Um, what does, what's the business model? What does the customer pay? That's right. What are the typical price points? That would be helpful. Uh, and then, of course, there's go-to-market, which is something we haven't talked about much today. But the video game industry, absolutely great big target, no pun intended, because I guess you're making targets, but um, it's a huge business, right? But how are you going to compete or how are you going to get distribution for the products that you make? That's the next piece, right? So you got to kind of prove that you can make them and sell them at a profit, and then you're going to say, you know, how do we sell a zillion of them? Um, and that go-to-market strategy is, is the next challenge. So there's always a higher hurdle, of course. But, um, okay, well, I hope that's helpful. Um, happy to see you again. And, um, yeah, and, and please watch the video back uh, later and see if uh, folks have some other, um, some other help for you. All right. Cool. Oh, there's a big comment for you right there. So thank you, uh, Lazo. We're going to move on to our next folks. Um, okay, I'm going to make room. Sorry, Lazo, I'm going to take you out of backstage so other people can come in, but happy to see you over on YouTube or LinkedIn to follow up. Okay, so next up was, I think, was Ryan Bui, or Bua. Uh, hold on here. Um, yeah, some good comments there, it looks like. Let's move on to Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hello. So, thank you for waiting. Looks like you're from San Diego. Okay, excellent. So, thank you. So, Ryan's one of the good guys. He's a... He sent in the, the question beforehand uh, to help us keep this on track. So uh, you've got the vibe here. You've got uh, two minutes to share with us your vision. Great. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I will be reading a script, I know, uh, but I'm testing a little story arc, so I want to do uh, stick to that. Oh. But hopefully the clear sound uh, keeps my perceived intelligence. There you go. Yes, I can hear you just fine. That's great. Okay. Um, hello, everybody. I'm Ryan. I'm the founder and CEO of Coach IQ. We are a B2B SaaS platform that is the complete operating system to run and grow a private sports coaching business. Before founding Coach IQ, I was a Division I football player at UC Davis. And before that, I was just a young athlete with a dream. I had a dream of playing D1 football, but I had no clue of the proper steps to get there. As a result of my ignorance, my family was taken advantage of by the current market leaders. All of them promised that they were the solution I needed to accomplish my dream. We purchased a $3,000 recruiting package on a 36-month payment plan, all for them to then tell me that I was graded as a D3 athlete and they would not, in fact, 
help me accomplish my dream. They made sure I signed on the dotted line before they told me that. We drove up and down the state of California attending camps and combines trying to get noticed by colleges. Had we known how the system works, we could have saved our money and efforts there as well. If only I had a guide to show me the proper path to accomplish my dream. My story is not unique. The athletic experience is broken. It's fragmented, confusing, expensive, and worst of all, the athletes that do make it to the next level, they show up completely unprepared. Coach IQ fixes this. Private sports coaches build deep, enduring bonds with the athletes that they work with, and Coach IQ empowers them to be the guide their athletes need them to be. You can think of our platform as Shopify for the athletics market. Today, we've just launched out of our beta with over 260 customers, over $30,000 in MRR, and we're processing over $300,000 in monthly transaction volume. We're raising $1.2 million to acquire our next 2,000 customers over the next 18 months. Through this coaching network, we have the opportunity to fix the experience for the athletes that work with our coaches and consolidate the over $20 billion per year that athletes spend into the Coach IQ ecosystem. Thanks. Well, fantastic. That was very good. Um, yeah, and read, your reading was fine. You were At least you didn't sound like you were reading so much, right? You actually know the stuff. The problem with reading, this is for everybody, the problem with reading is that you're not paying attention and, like, you're, you're trying to remember what to say, but Ryan obviously knows what he's saying. He's just using the, the reading as a refresher so that he comes across fluently and doesn't miss anything. That's a different kind of reading. So that was, I think, fine. Of course, it's always better when you don't read, but, I, but that, that's that was good. So yeah, that was great, man. I'm very, that's very interesting. What an interesting business. Um, so everybody in the chat room, of course, uh, chime in, see what you think. Um, impressive traction. Fantastic. Good. I mean, congrats, man. <laughs> Seriously, that's really cool. Sounds like you're, you know, it's, it's funny sometimes, you know, uh, life gives you lemons to make lemonade, right? I mean, you, you spent $3,000 on a thing and you made 300 grand already. Like, okay, maybe that wasn't the worst thing in the world, it turns out, right? It's just, <laughs> you never know, right? So, um, Okay, so um, my biggest question, and this is just me being ignorant, um, you're very close to this. You led with private sports coaching business. Like, I don't know what that is. Like, I thought you meant personal trainers, right? Um, so you actually mean coaching. So, so I think you got unpacked that a little for somebody. I'm athletic, but I didn't do the kind of things you did. So you just, one more sentence that just says, what I mean is, you know, people that spend their time with young athletes and coach them into trying to become, you know, get college scholarships and get it, become a professional or so, you know, just like, yeah. just give me that one sentence because then it, the context is easier, right? Uh, I'm not spending my time trying to understand. I'm actually listening. Um, that would be my major, almost only suggestion. Your, your personal story is compelling. Um, it gives, it answers to everybody else who's paying attention, right? It gives his why, why him, right? Um, He's got a personal expertise with this. Um, there's a, a social justice angle to it, which is kind of inspiring, right? And that's cool. Like help people that are getting ripped off. Um, you know, that, that's very cool. Um, the, uh, the market stuff is impressive. I may have missed it, but did you say, um, have you raised money before? Was that in there? I did not say, but, but we uh, have, have raised a little bit, yeah. Okay, so I would say something about that. It sounds like maybe you don't want to say exactly, but if you're going out for 1.2 to start, people are going to, that's like I've been telling other people, that's a lot, but it's not a lot if you've already done whatever. You've raised two or 500 already. You know, you can say this is our second round or our seed round, right? But just allude to it so that we know you're not just making this shit up, right? Like, because yeah. anybody can show up and say, I'm raising $5 million, 
but if you've, it's different if you have raised money in the past. That's all I'm saying. Um, so that, that's an important credibility point, I think. Um, you had an interesting point about the 1.2. It's kind of in this middle balance. Uh, it is. So that's something I'm, I'm considering. Uh, and and um, yeah, it's something I'll take into consideration for sure. I do, I, I am aware that like, when you say you're raising two million with solid traction, then people take you more seriously. Like, oh, they are going after it big. Yeah. Uh, so there's kind of this balance. You know, we kind of have uh, we're first-time founders, so we have that problem that investors, you know. Yep. What have you done? Well, I've built a profitable company right now. That's all. Yeah. No. When that's that's catnip. I mean, that's great. Yeah. And seriously, that's no joke. I mean, you'd be shocked how few of those we see. <laughs> um, everybody thinks you can just have an idea and people are going to throw money at you. It's, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't it didn't even work that way in Web 1.0. I was there. You know, I, yeah, it, it never works that way. It, this is work. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm very excited for you. That's very cool. Um, what else did you say? Oh, the, the amount. Yeah, so 1.2. Yeah, you're in kind of no man's land there. I'd try for... Uh, you know, maybe five or 600 and then, like I said, and go for three, right? Yeah. Um, and manage your evaluation appropriately so you don't get completely diluted. Um, but that, that'll be easier for you because there's no VC really that, well, no is a big word, right? But it, VCs generally these days, they have a lot of money or they have, they have a lot of money or they have a little money. They don't have in-between money, right? So, yeah. Um, Becoming acquainted with that as I go through this process. Sure, sure. Um, I guess the other piece that was missing, and I, you may have said it, cause you, and you've already got some traction, so that belies this a little bit, is the go-to-market. Like, how are you going to reach a whole bunch of people? Is there some way or some – and, again, you're an insider, so you might have an angle on that that's interesting. And maybe that's what you share for the second conversation, right? We, we don't have to put it all out there in two minutes. But, no, I thought that was very good. I'm impressed and um, happy to hear more, especially given the revenues you've put up already. Um, you know, you should be, you could talk to Tech Coast Angels and people that I work with for sure. I mean, you're local-ish uh, anyway. Um, actually, let me put up this link This for everybody. I get um, questions all the time, you know, will I invest? I don't personally invest directly in companies much anymore. I just get too many, but I'm in a bunch of funds and I'm a partner in a bunch of stuff. Uh, and this page, we put up this page, it has links to the places that I do most of my investing uh, and they could be useful to all of you. Um, startup funding, uh, scottfox.com slash startup dash funding. Um, Tech Coast Angels is the biggest one I'm involved with, and that's uh, the, one of the largest angel groups on the West Coast, or in the country, actually, maybe the world. It's 400 of us. Um, and we look at stuff like this all the time. So it would be interesting, uh, and you should, you should look at it. You could use my yeah. name or, or email me about it. I'm happy to, happy to help if I can. Facilitate. Yeah, I feel like because of that place where we're at, where, uh, you know, we're raising this, we don't really, I don't even really want to ask for $3 million yet. Uh, I, I'm you know, we have some discipline uh, and some value in our scrappiness so far yep. uh, that I think will, will result in a lot of good things. But so we are targeting kind of angel groups as uh, yeah. our core. Well, I would do that. And let me just give you one more tip then, uh, or two tips. Uh, one is this, actually, Startup Investors Directory. This is a site that we put up um, a few months ago, um, and this is the logo. But you can go here. Uh, this is for everybody. Um, the number one question I always get is, how do I find investors if I don't know any investors? So we built this. It's got 3,000 early stage investors. Um, it's, it's a search engine, and you can look around, right? And the, what you want to do is find people and companies, venture firms, that have invested in similar products before, and then you contact them. You don't just go and copy everything out and spam, right? So you probably know that, Ryan, but I'm telling everybody. And this code on here, SID launch, um, it's free. So okay. it, um, with, for you guys. So, um, 
So go check that out, everybody, if you'd like uh, to find investors. And then the other tip was uh, in terms of the, the amount that you raise. So like I, we've talked about, 1 or 1.2 or even 1.5 is kind of this weird in between. Um, so if you're going to go lower and say the number that you need is 500, just picking a number, um, don't go raise 500. Say we're, we're looking for 300. And then when you get 300, oh, we're oversubscribed. Oh, wow. Oh, we're going to raise it to 400. Oh, my God, we're still oversubscribed. It's creating a FOMO, right? It's a marketing exercise. So um, the amount that you raise, always under, undersell and overdeliver, right? And then you're like, oh, my God, we crushed it. This company is amazing, right? And then everybody will tell their friends. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. But like we just talked about, I'd start at 300 and go for five or six and then do it again at two and go for three. <laughs> yeah. And watch the valuation like we talked about. So, super, man. Well, great. This is, uh, yeah, my, nice to meet you. So that is our new friend, Ryan from San Diego. Um, just the kind of guy I'm doing this for. He's already got traction. He's talking to customers, making money. Actually, God forbid he's actually making money. That's, that's a shockingly rare thing uh, in early stage startups. So good job. Good job, Ryan. Okay. Let's go to, I think, Ali. Ali was our next um, pitcher, if he's still here. He is. Okay. So Ali Reza from Los Angeles. Hey, Ali. Nice to meet you. Hey, Scott. How are you doing? Good. Nice to meet you. So let me just say a couple things. So for the rest of you who are backstage, um, Ashley and Ian, I think you're waiting to ask a question. We can still do that. It looks like we have time. Um, and then we're going to do Ali's pitch. And what else did I want to just throw in here for a second? Yeah, that's enough for now. Let's go. Um, and I'm, you guys can see I'm changing the chirons as we go here and there. So um, check out these different uh, services that we've built for you. Um, this one is, they're basically free. I've given, we're just trying to launch stuff and cover costs. So we don't make any real money on any of these. And for you guys, it's free. <laughs> it's a literally free with that code. So uh, there's that one. And I wanted to talk about, Sorry, Ali, you caught me in a commercial. One second. There's these other two. This is, this is a, the only calendar in the world for those of you who are not in a big city and you're a founder and you want to go to events because that's the best way to meet investors. You can attend events virtually, right, just like this one. And um, this is the only calendar in the world that only lists virtual events only for startup founders. So you should all sign up for it. It's free. We don't make any money on it. It's a community service. Um, and we're, I'm just trying to collect a bunch of information so that you guys and gals who live in smaller towns or, you know, not in uh, venture capital centers uh, have a chance to meet the people um, who make the deals happen. So the startupevents.org. And then this one real quick. The National Startups Directory, same thing here. This would be free for you as well. This is a directory of all the startups who hang out with us and um, trying to trying to publicize this so that people can come and get listed so that you, if you all get listed in a standardized way, it will mean that investors can find you more easily. So come and list, fill out your form. It's a, it's a kind of a little social network sort of thing, right? Um, but we're just trying to aggregate everybody in one place so that it can help you all get found. All right. Thank you, Ali, for your patience. Okay, so Ali's here to talk about catch up. All right, excellent. So thanks for your, thanks for your patience there. Uh, i got a couple minutes here. Let's, let's hear about catch up. Sure. Uh, so this is Ali Rodobolucci. I am the CEO and co-founder of catch up. Uh, we are personalizing management for every single employee at the firm. Uh, before I start, I have a question. Have you ever been a manager before, or have you ever had a manager, an employee who had a manager? If you're not in agreement, that means you're going to resonate with what I'm about to, about to say. I've trained over 200 managers over the years that impacted thousands of employees. 
And what I found is there are significant issues with the management in the companies. Right? First of all, they are very costly. The performance evaluations are not very accurate. That would result in low productivity and high turnover, and you might have heard of great resignation and quite quitting. And with Gen Z's rise and remote working and hybrid working culture, that problem is actually getting answered. So Catchup is an AI personalized manager that sits as a team member and helps with doing uh, performance evaluation real time and doing one-on-one uh, conversational with the team members. Also, it does talent retention signals, finding out this engagement throughout the uh, work time. Also, it does productivity measurement and coaches team and handholds them to get them better over time. So, uh, we, uh, we built this, uh, Sammy and I, my co-founder, we've been observing and training managers and teams and the best of them over the last decade. And, uh, a fun fact, we've been friends for years, for 25 years. We went to the same middle school, high school, university, and we worked together on the startup before. So um, the timing is right. Gen Z is rising, rising. The remote work and hybrid work is actually happening. And also the AI breakthroughs make, enabling us to make catch-up work. This was not possible before. So uh, with that, we are asking for 850K to get to 75K MRR. That's going to be 5,000 users. And after three months of launching, we've got already 150 users in our system. That means three startups. Uh, we are talking with several other startups right now, and we believe we can make catch-up happen and disrupt the future of work very, very soon. So that was catch-up. Nice. Nicely done. Interesting company. Good for you. Um, uh, that's exciting. Uh, that's very cool. You, and you have a real background in this stuff, which is which is great. So, okay, everybody, chime in in the, in the chat room. Ali's here to hear from all of us. Um, and it sounds like he's been working hard. So, um, I, very interesting and nicely done. I would just rearrange a little. So, let me, that's what we're doing here, right? My feedback would be, you've got a real business here. So, I would talk about the business sooner. Like, you were talking, and I didn't know that you had, you know, uh, 150 users in the system already. You talked about it in, I don't, I don't mean this in the wrong way, but it was abstract enough. I wasn't sure that if this had been built yet or not. You know what I mean? So if you actually have an operating business, make that clear soon, right? So that we know, what, again, it's all about context. We're trying to figure out, you know, as investors, you can see the diverse stuff we get hit with. And we spend so much of our time just trying to figure out what you're talking about and how seriously to take you. Like those are the two critical questions, right? And so, you know, you made it pretty clear what we're talking about. But we're not sure how, um, you know, how much credibility you have. The only thing you said uh, early on that raised my estimation quickly was that you you had met you had trained 200 managers. Like, okay, this guy is this isn't a theory. He actually done this. But that still didn't address: Are you making any money? Does anybody care? Like in customer land, right? So I would put that up nearer the front. Another way to compress the pitch is. Um, it's really dangerous to ask questions of an audience. This is for everybody. Okay, you did okay. But I've seen so many founders do this. How many people in the audience X, Y, Z? And like investors, we don't raise our hands. We don't want the attention because if you're a knucklehead, we don't want to be involved, right? So that rarely works. Um, so it's dangerous. What you did was, was okay because you asked a question about, you know, how many of you managers, da, 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 and, and then you answered it yourself. So it wasn't like a survey. So you got away with it. But still, I'm not sure it, it buys you very much, and it chews up a lot of time. What I, you have an honest-to-God B2B solution, and I would talk more quickly about the pain points. 
this is a business proposition, right? Like, here are the problems we solve for business. You know what, a, how, like, if you want to ask a question, I would do this one. How many of you love doing performance reviews? Nobody, right? Anybody who's ever worked at a corporation. As a manager, they're hell. As a subordinate, they're scary as hell, right? That nobody likes that. If you can solve that, like, that, that's your pitch, in my opinion. And I guess you do a bunch of other things, too. But, like, talk about those real pain points, like, who likes doing this? Who does this? You know, how much time do you waste on that? Like that, that's, that's money, right? As opposed to feel good. It's, it's not a vitamin, it's an aspirin, right? And you want to sell aspirin, like solve that headache. Um, so that would be my approach. I would get to it faster. And, and cause that's a, I hate performance evaluation, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're stuck, right? You're, you want to be helpful, but you don't want to be mean, but if you say the wrong thing, you get sued. I mean, it's like, it's terrible. Um, okay, so that was good. Um, 150 users in system, that, that's very good. Um, what you didn't talk about, like, at all, and this is the real problem, is the business. Like, what's the ROI? Like, how much do you make per contract? Who's the customer? Is it you selling to a, businesses? Are you selling to individuals? It must be businesses, right? But, but you've got to say that stuff. Like, it's, it can be one sentence. Our target customer is this. The average order size is this. It takes us this long to sign a typical contract. Like, give us the numbers so that we can start building a model in our head. That's, that's what we're listening for. And the rest is great. Like, I kind of know what you do, and you seem like a nice guy, and you have some credibility, but I have no idea about the ROI. Uh, except you did one thing really well, which nobody else did today, and which you rarely see, which is we're going to take 150 k and not to spend it, we're going to turn it into something. You said we're going to have 75000 a month monthly recurring revenue. That's fantastic. That was really good. So few people do that. That's what we're here. That's what we're doing here. It may not be what you found to do, but what we're doing is we're putting some money in, and we want to know what we're going to get out and win. Um, so you're the only one today that, that got even close to that. So I really like that. So anyway, I hope that that's helpful. That's a whole bunch of stuff at once. But um, you can tell I've seen a few pitches. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. And go ahead and watch it in the replay if I was talking too fast. So, um, anybody in the in the chat room? Anybody? Uh, let's just see if there's anything to uh, just call out here before we move on. Um, how did you find find out about this, uh, Ali? Uh, actually, I was at the startup game changer the other day. Oh, I thought you looked familiar. Oh, okay. I hosted a conference uh, last last week with a couple hundred people at it. All right. Well, nice to see you again. <laughs> good. Well, that inspired you to come here. Good. Good, good. Um, all right, so lots of comments here. Um, <laughs> okay, there's an AI offer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, good, good comments. Nothing, nothing on fire though. Okay, so go ahead and watch the replay, and I hope to see you again. That'd be awesome. All right. Sure. So that was our friend Ali Reza. Okay, so all right, we're an hour fifteen in, so we got about fifteen minutes left. Um, we're gonna do some questions here. Um, and Ashley has been patient, and Ian as well. So let's see what they've got to say, and we'll try. I'll try to run through the uh, try to run through the chat room questions as well. So let's go to Ashley. She's been very patient. Um, hey, Ashley, nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you. You said you're East Coast. Where are you on the East Coast? I'm in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, Baltimore. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I actually have a pitch today. Oh, you do want a pitch? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, great. Yeah, that's right. You had the pitch. Ian had the question. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Bring it. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, my name is Ashley Cozy, and I am the CEO and founder of London Twitter, the platform that's revolutionizing the entire staffing industry. I myself have been an IT recruiter. I've grown a government 
funding companies from 50 to over 500 employees in just five years. So I'm very familiar with the industry. But One Recruiter is a web application that's connecting the most talented independent recruiters in the country with job posting opportunities exclusively from our business partners on the platform. And with that, we're creating a frictionless world where we're automating and managing the critical phases of the interviewing process. So let's throw it down like this. Say that you are hiring a team of developers, right? You have five mid-level developers you need to hire, and you got about 30 days with a 600K, right, just flat out. So we have three options, the options that's been there since the beginning of time. You have your recruitment agency, right? Decent quality, but they're charging crazy rates, so you're looking at 25%, and that's going to be coming out to around 670, well, 625,000 out of pocket altogether. So you're already over your budget by 25,000, and it takes them up to 30 to 40 days to find talent. So that's another uh, a hitter there. Then you also have your offshore firms, which, of course, offshore, lower wages, lower over costs. However, we do run to an issue with the type of candidates that do come over that don't really align well with the company's cultural values sometimes. Sometimes there's a language difference or a time zone difference. Or just the practice in general. It's just different continent by continent, which is ideal. But their rates are around 15%. So, I mean, it's like a hit or miss. You get a mixed bag of talent, and they're going to come out to around 600, I mean, 575,000. So you're coming under 25,000. And now you have your third option, which is an independent recruiter. Now they're working solo. They charge roughly around the recruiting agency um, rate, but they're a little bit more flexible. So they're around 22, 23%. So say you buy your, uh, or you hire them as a service, you'll be spending around 610,000. So you're still over your budget about 10,000. Now you go to one recruiter, because of the dynamics and the structure of the business, the algorithm that we're using puts our talent at the lowest rate in the market because of the structure of our commission rate. So, for example, we will charge 15%, the same as offshore, for the same talent. However, the quality will be 10 times told. And not only that, we are taking care of the entire process end to end. It's a click, interview, and pay type of process and system. So right now we're in the beta stages at the moment. And with that, we are currently building that out, and that's definitely took us three weeks to build out. Um, with that, you can go ahead and use the platform. We have three founding recruiters. Between those three, we have over 45 years of experience all together in IT, sales, Salesforce, and uh, marketing and advertisement. So those are our expertise areas at the moment. But Again, imagine the industry once we start tapping into healthcare, once we start tapping into um, services in terms of um, uh, the service industry and other spaces within this talent acquisition in general. Um, making it to where now companies will go to one recruiter first and then try other revenues, taking down and competing against with big companies like Indeed or, you know, um, uh, ZipRecruiter. It's no longer your traditional job board, and it's also a quicker turnaround time when it comes to your talent. So in terms of what we're asking for, um, we're asking for $500,000 uh, in seed funding, and we can guarantee you a 20 times return within 18 months. Um, with that money, we're definitely, of course, going to build out the data, um, really focus on the interface when it comes to the business side, because that's our main focus is streamlining that process for them. And then from there, we're really going to focus on Fortune 500 companies and really trying to 
create that relationship with at least one to get that exclusivity. And then that's how we're going to continue to build the, the platform. Because the recruiter industry has plenty of recruiters. There's plenty of recruiters out there. But the whole idea is to make sure that there's balance in between the opportunities that are available and the recruiters that are able to fill those opportunities. Um, so that is uh, my pitch in a, in a, a quick gist in terms, of, in terms of, like, milestones and things like that. I would definitely go into that, and that is definitely, like, again, getting out the data stage, working on that interface, um, and focusing on this. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. You get excited, right? That's, that's exciting. Right, right. Okay. All right, cool. Well, that was very interesting. Um, and it made me want to ask questions, right? And that's what you're trying to do here. So everybody in the chat room, if you have suggestions um, for Ashley, please uh, make suggestions. That's why she's here. So um, interesting. I think there's, there's definitely money in recruiting, right? That's a good thing, right? It's not some unknown market. Um, you can um, build a platform for that, for sure. I, I like that a lot. Um, you're, you established your credibility very quickly. You helped grow a company from 50 to 500, so you've done this. That's great. You mentioned your team. Sounds like you've got talented folks who are doing this. Um, I really liked, like, your second or third sentence. You actually said, um, a recruiter is this, 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 and this. Like, that's what I've been telling other people to do. Like, give us, tell us what it is. Like, we don't know. We have no idea what you're talking about, right? So tell us. Like, make a sentence. And everybody should work on this. It should be like, you know, eight or ten words. We, you know, we're Baskin-Robbins. We sell 31 flavors of ice cream to consumers. Got it. You know, like help us, right? Um, and now you mentioned the word exclusive, which is cool because that gives you some sort of buy-in, right? Another question that uh, investors always have is, you know, about um, competition and intellectual property. Um, so it would be interesting to have heard uh, more about the software you're building. And that's probably where your pitch fell down. I don't understand quite what's unique about the platform because there's lots of platforms doing this, right? There's so much money in this space. It may be okay, but it also may be bad for you, right? I don't like, how are you that different from Indeed or, or the 48 other, you know, similar platforms? And there's been a lot of money made and a lot of money lost in the recruiting space. So you probably want to look at the history a little. Um, just so you have a context, maybe you have, but uh, it wasn't time for that in this pitch anyway. I like the three levels of analysis. That was very interesting. It gave a structure to the talk, which is useful. I would have called it four, though, because you made yours the fourth, and that way you're included from the start, right? Just, just psychologically, I'm waiting for what the last one is, because then you said three and we're done. I'm like, well, you didn't talk about you, and then you talked about you, right? That's, that's an easy one. Um, so that was interesting. Um, you could make those a lot tighter because you need to figure out, this is an example where you, it will be helpful to know who the audience is, like how much do they know about recruiting already? Because if you're talking to people in the industry, you can just say offshore firms, they take 15%. Next, you know, like one line, right? Whereas me, I don't know that much, so it would take more, right? But either way, you want to be, get through that section tighter because you spent most of your time talking about other people and you want to talk more about you, right? Um, at the same time, it's really good to understand the landscape and competition. So you just want to do that tighter. So it's good. It just was a little generous <laughs> compared to what your focus is, which is why are you such an exciting investment opportunity? Um, you never want to say the word guarantee. Like you could literally get yourself in legal trouble. Don't say that. Oh. Like, right. I mean, that's, you're making an oral contract and you say that, right? You, that, don't do that. Right. Just, it's not, you know, we we're excited about, we expect, you know, we we're highly confident. Like you can say everything right up to it, but, but don't cross that line. That's not good. Um, 500K is a reasonable amount. Again, I would probably say we're raising 300K. And then if you get to 500K, it looks like a big win, just marketing. Um, the, uh, and then the, the team was good. And then um, my last comment, the vision, the vision was great, 
um, in terms of expanding in other markets and stuff, I would have liked to hear a little more about what's first, right? Because a lot of people want to hit that home run, but like you got to get on first base if you make enough revenue to get to second base, right? So absolutely, we need the vision, but that's like the sizzle, right? Like it's going to be huge, right? Um, but like how do you, where's the, you know, if we put in 500K, how, how are you going to make 500K back? Like that, you know, the first dollar is important. Um, and you probably have ideas about that. I'm sure you do, right? So a little more focus on that, like how the, the engine actually gets going, right, um, would be great. But I thought it was good, and you're very you're personable and smiley and, you know, you're a good talker, so that's, that's great. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Um, so, yeah, I hope that was helpful. Um, good. All right, well, happy to, happy to do it, happy to help you again if that's uh, worth your time. And um, we'll see you on uh, LinkedIn. Come join us on LinkedIn and stuff. Um, yeah, awesome. Nice to meet you, Ashley. All right, so that was our latest friend. You know, we have some groups on LinkedIn, and I, I forgot to make another Chiron about this. If you go on LinkedIn, we actually have a private group for people that like the Startup Council, you know, that think like we do, and you can all join it. It's free um, and con continue these um, conversations. I don't think I made a, uh, a Chiron for that. Da -da -da. Hmm. Well, if you go here, this is the LinkedIn for the Startup Council. If you follow that, there's probably other pages. And there's mine is underneath that, right? So the white thing right here, that's the Startup Council to follow the organization. And then the blue one beneath it, that's me personally. So happy to have you come and say hello if you'd like to do that. But please do say hello because I get so many random spammers um, that that would be helpful. Okay, I'm writing myself in that one second. Uh, with the groups link. Okay, so you'll see that next month. Um, okay. All right. So we're going to take a couple questions here. Ian, yeah, you're up, Ian. And then uh, Malini. Um, yeah, I don't know if we'll have time, Malini, but if you want to turn your camera on, we can try to cover you a little bit too. Um, let's, uh, let's see here. What are we doing here? So you are there. Okay. Sorry, Malini. She popped in for a second. <laughs> okay. So this is our friend Ian. And I think Ian is from, you said you're from England, right? Somewhere in England? Correct. Right. All right. Yes. Not good, Cindy. How are you doing? Good, good. What's your, what do you want to talk about? Right, so I've got this very broad but strategic question. I'm in this stage where we have early adopters. We're planning to go into MVP within the next couple of days. Well, then after we gather the feedback, after the trials that we provide, well, what should we do after? Well, what would be your recommendation? So you would have some initial users, like 5 or 20 or something like that? That's, yeah, that's you don't think of 10, 10, 11, let's uh -huh. call it 10. Okay, okay. And then the, um, so the thing is working. Is it charge, are you charging money for those first 10, or are they like beta, beta tester friend type free users? Yes, beta. So, so we, don't, we don't pay you. They don't pay us anything. Mm -hmm. It's more like you test it, and in return, you provide us honest feedback. On what you yeah, have. yeah. Fine. Okay. I'm just trying to understand. Okay. Um, okay. So what's next? So what's next is you start to think about your growth engine. Like how do you get those 10 people to tell 10 people and those 100 people to tell 1,000 people, right? Um, especially if you can convert some of those into money. So this is the, the term viral came. Uh, Seth Godin wrote a book, uh, I don't know, 15 or 20 years ago. I'm looking down here because I have it somewhere, but it doesn't, you probably believe me, right? There's a book. Um, and he invented the term viral marketing. And the idea is that you, you know, like a virus, right? You sneeze on, you sneeze on the subway and three other or five other people get sick and they spread it. You want to think about that as a way to grow as cheaply as possible. So if you could, you could raise, you know, 
a billion dollars and spend on advertising, right? But nobody's going to give you money to do that. It's just not cost effective. What you want to try to do is figure out viral loops where you can enhance the experience for your beta users and see if they will be so excited about what you're doing that they'll tell their friends for free. And if you can offer some sort of um, benefit or a, a download or access to something, something exclusive, um, the, the best offers are those that are do something for the recipient but also make them look cool to their friend, right? So if it's like something exclusive like, like a party, right? If you get an invitation and you can bring a plus one, you're like, oh, I'm going to this club, you know, but nobody can get in, but you're my bud, so you can come with me. Right, that that word if you, of mouth. yeah, word of mouth, yeah, word of mouth, exactly. So um, something like that that is exciting about your app, so that other people want to tell it. That's the cheapest way to do it. Um, and then the other thing I would start doing is if you think if you're here, you're probably thinking about raising money. And if that's the case, you probably want to start going to investor events as you did today, <laughs> and, and and maybe you are, but it's for everybody. You you can't wait till the day you need the money to go raise money. This isn't like going into a bank and you know asking for a car loan you need to develop relationships. And the sooner you start doing that, the better. And you um, want to target that because you only have so many hours in the day like the rest of us. So you probably want to go to events that target investors in your sector, like software or aerospace or women's tech or whatever it is. Uh, and then we also have this directory that I built, I told you about. You can go in there and you can research people's portfolios and figure out who are the investors in your space uh, and, and start building those relationships. Those are the two things I would do. How does that Yes, that's very helpful. I know there's someone in front of me, so I'll make it short. Okay. The problem with our solution is due to the high level of demand or low level of competition, our pricing will be a premium price. Hmm. Okay. So what, what would be your take on that? Have you managed to see the email that I've sent you with a short introduction about why I do? Uh, I don't know. I get so many emails. I, I don't look at them myself. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, we'll probably get back to you with a link like the ones that I uh, showed earlier. Most of my, uh, yeah, like this. There's a page here. This is the answer you'll get. Anybody that emails me, <laughs> I, get, I get hundreds. Um, happy to help, but there's only so much of me, right? So that's where I would send you. Um, so, you know, as the online education is growing, right? You see much more courses going from A to Z. Now, when it comes to scripting and editing courses, whether you're a consultant or a course seller yourself, they have this pain point of scripting the video sales letters. Hmm. So I've built this MVP where it analyzes your VSL within a few seconds, and then you receive what's good, what you need to change. And users, uh, first they script uh, like their first uh, example before they start to record it, right? Uh -huh. They script it, they upload it into us, we provide an in-depth analysis. What would be your take on that? Um, it sounds very interesting. Um, I'm guessing there's some sort of AI involved, so I would use those. Oh, yes. Yeah, I would oh, use those yeah, words. Yeah. Use those words <laughs> because I get people's attention these days. Um, yeah, it sounds interesting. I get I get pitches like that all the time, though. So I'd be real careful about competition. Uh, when you're somebody like me, you get you get you see a lot of that kind of thing, and it's really hard to tell who's who and who's legit. Even if it was, even if it did work, you, I, I get like a dozen of those a day. So I would really think about your differentiation, you know, your branding or your outreach or or some kind of your like your word of mouth marketing. Like if you can get some influencers or something, because credibility is going to be it's going to be hard to stand out. 
Um, and um, the but the idea I think is is a legit thing. Um, yeah, that's probably all we have time for. But it sounds exciting. Nice work. Thank you for thank you for your time. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for organizing this. It's, uh, I'll be on the next one. Thank you. Excellent. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So there we go. And then I think we're going to wrap up with Malini, and I will hit the uh, chat room for those of you who have been patient in the chat room. I just wanted to – hold on, Malini. Here comes Malini. Let's see. There she is. Oh. Hi. Hey, hey, Malini. Nice. There we go. nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you, too. Uh, I, I think the first thing I'll start with is uh, what is most important to you when you um, look for a good startup investment? Or a list of the most important things. Sure. It's, yeah, that's a good question. It's hard to answer because it's a combination. So you're, you're right. It's not a single answer. Um, it's a combination of why this person, why right now, and do they have the credibility to pull it off? Uh, so it's a mix. Um, and it's a lot of, it's very personal, right? Because at least at, at the initial, you're talking about early stage, right? Like idea stage stuff. Yeah, it comes... No? We're building our MVP, but um, okay. and I don't want to go into too much detail about the product, uh -huh. but at least um, actually, I can open any question. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, well, that's the idea. I mean, we're the, the short answer. Paul Graham, who started Y Combinator, his his answer to that question is how do you you know how do you find uh, investors? Be investable, right? Two word answer. Like what makes you look good? Like. How are we going to make money? It's all those things, right? So there isn't any short answer. Uh, I think you asked about red flags. That's easier to answer because um, Malini uh, sent in, she was one of the good guys. She sent in something in advance so I could think about it a little bit. Um, red flags are easier, right? It's somebody who, who can't stay, who isn't focused, who doesn't have credibility, who um, doesn't have a team. And a team, this is an important point. Teams are not because we, ins as investors, we insist that you have a team. But a team is shorthand for you can convince other people that this is a real thing, right? Just like we want to see customers, we want to see teammates. So you may be a super genius and maybe you could do this all yourself, but that's never happened in the history of the world. So we need to know that you can go out and make friends and talk them into whatever it is that you want to change in the world. And that's why we're looking for teams. So if, you, uh, you know, if you're a, a poor speaker who doesn't look doesn't inspire confidence, you're not going to be able to recruit a team or recruit investors, and you're not going to get very far. So unfortunately, it puts a premium in, on interpersonal skills at the beginning um, because it's, sorry, it's sales, right? You've you got to get out there and sell it. Um, is that the kind of thing you meant? Is that helpful or is that too vague? Um, no, that's great. Um, okay. Would you like to go through the list and take any, any question you'd like to answer? Sure. Um, well, this is interesting and one I haven't seen before. How do investors recoup their money from purchasing shares from a startup that has not been public? That's a great question. So when investors put in money, it tends to be like, as you're suggesting, it's a private transaction, right? So uh, I invest in Malini's company and I own, you know, whatever, 5% of her company. Um, how do I get that money back? Well, I don't usually until there's what they call an exit. So a traditional business, not a VC-backed business, like um, like if Molini was opening a pizzeria, right, or a t-shirt shop or a nail salon, um, I might be a part owner, and then they would make money every month and then give me part of that money, portion of my ownership, right, because there's a cash flow. Um, Software-type businesses uh, and most high-growth startups, med tech or um, biotech, software, um, electric vehicles, like all this kind of techie stuff, 
is funded by VC money, and VC money is looking for big exits because there is no way to get the money out until you sell the company. And that means selling the company to another company, a mergers and acquisition of private transaction, or taking it public, in which case you're listing the shares publicly, and then they have a tradable value, and after a certain amount of time, I could sell the 5% of the company I own out into the public market to other people. So it takes a while, and the typical transaction length for a VC investment is three to eight years, something like that. So that's the reason it's so important to find investors who you really like, because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them for a long time. It lasts it lasts longer than a lot of marriages, right? So you got to find people who share your vibe and uh, understand the long-term vision that you're trying to uh, trying to affect. Um, and then let me toss in another one. What makes a good pitch deck? Because that's a real common one. Because there are other questions about AI. That's a whole other bucket of worms. So we'll do that some other time. But um, the uh, a pitch deck is is simple and short. And the um, there's, but there's two kinds of pitch decks. One is the kind that you present, you know, in a room like up on a screen or, or here virtually on a screen. Um, and the other is one that you send by email and somebody reads. So the ones somebody reads, like they print out and read or read on their screen, can have a lot more words. This is a dumb distinction, but how many things you put on the slide makes a big difference. Because if you're talking to somebody like me and I get, you know, a dozen a day, I'm not, I can't digest them. So the first impressions are really important, as stupid as that sounds, um, but it has to be clean and readable. And um, if it's an email deck, it can have smaller type with a lot more stuff on the page. But if it's a presentation deck that's going to go up on the screen over here, I'm trying to get my hands on the screen, there we go, <laughs> um, then they've got to be bigger, right? Because you don't want the people reading while you're talking. You want them listening. So it's got to be simpler. Um, and in both cases, what you're doing is basically problem, solution, um, competition, team, um, go-to-market strategy, meaning how you're going to acquire customers, business model, like how do you actually make money, and then something about the ask and the return expectation. So uh, if you give us 200 grand, we expect this will grow to this in these ways. Um, that's kind of the model. There's many, many articles online and videos about that. Um, but it, it's hard to do, and the order changes a little depending on what are your strengths, right? If you have a team full of PhDs from, you know, Stanford, then you might want to lead with that, right? Um, if you uh, already have, um, you know, $5 million in grant funding from the Department of Defense, meaning that you've got $5 million worth of product development already in there, and you only need another million to, to go public or something, you know, like, lead with that, right? So it, it can vary. Um, but the, the basic structure is similar all the time. And, and actually, I review decks all the time if it's helpful to anybody. This is, um, we actually have a site for this. Um, if you send in a deck, um, I can't get on the phone and talk to it, but I'll make a video. I'll just go through it, boom, 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 for like 15 or 20 minutes and tell you every, what I think. It's one opinion, but uh, if that's helpful, happy to do that. Um, and um, I guess that's kind of it for now. How's that? Was that helpful? <laughs> Yes, very helpful. Thank okay. you so much. Um, hopefully I'll have a pitch soon if you can. Excellent. All right. Well, nice to meet you, Malini. Thanks for joining us, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Okay, so there we go. So we are at our pretty much allotted time. Let me just run through the chat room in case anybody pointed out something really stupid I said so that I can apologize. Um, let me just write that down, though. Okay. Okay. So let's run back through the chat room real quick. 
the chat room was busy today, so thank you all for being here. Oh, I should, you know, I, another thing is uh, I do a lot of speaking, so if you need a speaker, I'm looking to do more speaking these days, and especially internationally. So if you're watching this later or in other time zones, I do travel a fair bit. Um, I'll be working with some Italian startups tomorrow morning. I was in Australia in the fall, uh, Taipei over the holidays. So I do this kind of speaking all over the world and would be happy to come see you uh, as well. And there's details about that on my website. Okay, let's go back to the, and I can do remote stuff too if that's helpful because sometimes it's not worth, you know, flying all the way there. All right, uh, so working on the questions here. Are my books available globally? Yes, absolutely. Um, the books are, the three in the middle are in English. The other one that's uh, Russian, um, Turkish, Japanese, there's Vietnamese down there, Polish. Yeah, they're in many languages and um, I'm working on some new ones, so stay tuned. Uh, but yeah, Amazon.com or bookstores worldwide. Uh, thanks for asking. Um, and the profits from those I give to charity, by the way. So uh, this is not a book commercial. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, Gayatri, you sent me a LinkedIn message. I don't, sorry, I don't, I can't keep up with LinkedIn messages. You're welcome to send questions, uh, short questions uh, through uh, scottfox.com or the Startup Council website. That way my assistant can, can read them. I, I can't keep up with LinkedIn uh, messages. Um, it's just too much. It's just another inbox, right? But happy to help if we can. All right. Um, Ian, yes, happy to connect with you on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me back up. So people that were waiting, let's see. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Okay, Marina will pitch next time. Cool. Jay, hey, Jay, nice to see you. Um, let's see. Yeah, then we got full. We didn't get to you today. Um, mm -hmm -hmm. All good. Yeah, there's a lot of sound checks today. Yep, these are questions for the chat. Okay, good. I'm looking good. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. AR means augmented reality. Sorry, did I not explain that? I was talking to Andre, I think. AR is augmented reality, kind of like virtual reality. Um, ba -ba -ba. What type of ownership percentage or interest loan return are you willing to give for the 300K? Oh, that was a question for uh, the pitch. Yeah, not for me. Okay, cool. Uh, QR codes, yes. Yes, I agree. The QR code question was on my mind as well. Um, yep, yep. Okay, this is interesting. So when we do these pitch ones, you guys are offering suggestions to the pitcher, not to me. That's And that's great. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Uh, how to pitch an idea that is very technical, like accounting tools. People may not be familiar with the product you want to sell due to not being in the field. Yeah, that's a good question, Dasha. The pitching technical things is a challenge, and you need to work that much harder on the pitch, and you just got to simplify it. Right? You really got to get out of your own head and realize what people don't know. Right? Like I was talking with, who was it earlier? Ryan, right? Like Ryan was talking about um, uh, sports coaching, and I didn't realize that was an industry, right? And so he kind of skipped over defining it, and it left me distracted to the rest of the pitch. So you've got to nail the stuff down first. Uh, what, is, what does your company do in layman's terms? It's often easier if you position it as a problem that's being solved rather than trying to explain the situation, like we talked about with Ali Reza, the you know, performance reviews are this, and they are a problem because, and then you're the solution. Rather than, in other words, the best pitches start with the benefits, not the features, right? So solve the problem for me, and then I'll understand who the customer is, and that leads you naturally to the business model. So I would try to do that, break it down to be as um, clear as possible from the beginning. Um, Mm -hmm. Yep, good questions here. 
Good. Yeah, a lot of questions about the 10 million that Laszlo wanted. Yeah, I agree with that. The time limit, we were doing two-minute pitches, uh, Kevmo. Um, that's pretty arbitrary, but oh yeah, people answered him. Thank you. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and anybody that's still here, you can put your URLs in the in the chat. That's fine. I don't mind self-promotion. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's a good question. Is there a speaker agenda and who pitched? Uh, BRJ asked that. No, but we'll do a show notes and post it in the blog post and on the YouTube as a comment so that hopefully you can find these folks and connect with them. Because, yeah, some really talented people today. That was great. And I think we're getting all down to the end. Um, Andre says, back to the technical question, um, investors care about money, not technology. That's right. Yep. Focus on revenue, market size, characteristics, et cetera. He's right. Um, I like the, the problem solution. At least gives me some context. But again, you know, as founders, we love to talk about what we're building because that's why we do it. But investors are the other way around. They, well, how do you make the money and then the product, right? So business first, product second. That was my recommendation to all of you. And I think we might be about finished here. So um, let me just check my notes and then we'll let you go. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so um, our sponsors are uh, these sites that I built for you guys. So please go and check these out. Startupinvestorsdirectory.com, nationalstartupsdirectory.com, that's the Startup Council. You like this? High tech, right? Uh, startupevents.com, and then I run these uh, workshops as well. We didn't even talk about that today. We run workshops online uh, that are just like this, but everybody gets to talk. It's not just me. It's everybody interactive on a Zoom call, and I do those every month or two. Happy to see you at those as well. So that's what we've got for today. I'm Scott Fox. You've been watching Startup Office Hours, and this is a free service of the Startup Council. So if you're not on the Startup Council mailing list yet, please do join us. We're doing it for free for you, trying to build a community that rises the tide that lifts all the boats uh, to get past some of that gatekeeping that Silicon Valley does so well and get the rest of you involved, making money, changing the world, making the world a better place, and um, hope to see you again next month. So thanks for watching. And again, please like, subscribe, make a comment, blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> thanks for being here. We'll see you again soon. Bye now.